Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sljana. Today's episode is all about repairing stuff. And I wasn't very successful at it. So <laughs> we're just going to ask Lisa about all the things that she's fixed today. <laughs> well, and I would say mine wasn't so successful, but we tried. We definitely tried a whole lot. So I do what we always do, which is do a deep dive on the repair. Like, what is it? Why do people do it? I don't feel like you have to research this a whole lot because if you do the Googles on the interwebs, you get a bunch of hey, do you know how to repair and like fill in the blank or there's YouTubes on all the things. And you don't, basically, do you have stuff in your life that you need fixing? And we love our stuff in our life that we love to fix. So in this case, I think you can maybe meet me here. I needed to fix my schedule of my life. (laughs) <laughs> what schedule that doesn't exist for me I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was we've talked recently about you get a new job and you start doing it and then you're like this I'm, I've made some life choices to get to this moment and future Lisa and Slajana will be experts at this but right now it hurts it hurts brains and everything so I I have to I'm sorry for interrupting but oh, I have to tell this God. story to demonstrate how <laughs> First jobs really just crush, crush your soul. Like the starting of a first job just crushes your soul. So I'm organizing a, not an event, but I'm organizing a meeting and it's like a working lunch based meeting. Okay. So I have to fill out all this paperwork and make sure that the appropriate funding is allocated and blah, 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 blah. You lost me at funding already. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Get it. I totally get it. So my super duper boss is like, oh, do we have to... He's like, make sure that we submit the appropriate funds to ATM. And I was like... ATM? Uh, I was like, oh, like you need to... deposit cash into the ATM. And he was like, (laughs) he was like, no, so Jana, like that's the, that's the system that like we put like the request in or whatever. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, sure. Sure is. (laughs) I love that. You need to go to your bank and get (laughs) money out is what you're saying. Honestly, I, I've been asking so many questions like that too, where I look at the person through the video and I'm like, write that down. Future Lisa needs to figure what that thing was that someone just said. It's awful. It's just like, what on earth is this person saying to me? And also, I don't know about you, but half of the time when they're saying stuff to me, I'm like, don't look like a deer in headlights. <laughs> don't look like, look, nod your head and be like, ask questions, but not too many questions. <laughs> right. Don't ask, what would you say that thing was with that mm-hmm. sounded important? That mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Like, you yeah. start with slower words. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. I've had a couple of those. And then my favorite is when I see someone tell my boss later or, tell like someone, you know, else 
Lisa did a really great job on something. I was like, did I? Either the bar is so low or I convinced someone that I, I am appropriate because it's not you stellar. You it till you made it, baby. Yeah, because it's not stellar Lisa. And then I also had the thing where I verbal diarrhea at people when I do understand when they yes. say, oh, hey, do you happen to know something that you have a wealth of information on. And I suddenly like latch onto that. And I'm like, let me tell you all the things you've never wanted to know about related to that subject. It's like, and I can see I'm scaring them, but I can't stop because it's the only thing I've understood in the last hour. So I find myself also like compensating, like for the things I know how to do. And I do, I constantly am like, Oh, I finished that, that like invite. I finished that report. I did that. Like, I just wanted to fill you in on the latest update. I got one more response on this and it's like, none of this stuff like actually matters (laughs) until it's like really closer to the day. But I just like find myself overcompensating for the lack of other knowledge I have. So yeah. Cool. I did cool. I did have someone like give me a kudos. They're like, good for Lisa for knowing all the HR stuff. You know where I don't work, HR anymore. So I'm not <laughs> sure that's a kudos. Oh, thanks, Lisa, for bringing your dirty laundry with you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, yeah. that was someone I verbal diarrhea where I was like, I did that for three years. <laughs> so, so one of the things I wanted to repair was just getting a sanity check. I think I said this last time where I grab all the self-help books and read them all at the same time. Right. And so I finished the first self-help book, which was Make Time. It was by two like Google Ventures engineers that basically said what Slajana likes to point out and could write a book on. Just do one thing. Just one (laughs) thing. Just one thing. Do you think that I'll just become super rich by just writing? (laughs) Like, just do one thing, literally. (laughs) Well, yeah, considering I have a book that is called How to Do Nothing, and clearly that person is didn't do nothing. They wrote a book, so that's that's lies right there. That's lies. Yeah, these two at least were like, oh, we tried a bunch of things. Here's what doesn't work, and we're both different people. It it kind of resonated with what we do where you you'll do something and you're like, this totally works. I'm like, Nope, that totally is not me. So (laughs) they, they, and what I also appreciated because I'm a 10 year old is they had tiny doodles of themselves doing it on like every page. So I'm like, Oh, there's a little dude doing like the habit that they just said. I like that. I like pictures in my self-help books. I like things. So if you don't like that, you're not going to like this book, but it basically said, Set a highlight every day. So the highlight can be your big project you haven't worked on, the stuff you need to do. You could batch up a bunch of things on your to-do list and schedule it. And then they give 150 more pages on how to do that. So they're like, try these, try this, try this. And you know, I love the tries. So Uh one thing I did was I took a lot of things off my phone. Took a lot of notifications. Gmail no longer sends me notifications. Right. I check my email frequently throughout the day because we are moving. So I do need to know if someone canceled on me, like the moving company. Rude. Have to go (laughs) prepare that. They were like, oh, by the way, we came to your house. We looked at everything. You have a lot of stuff. We can't move it. We don't have enough trucks or people. I was like, what the? 
What do you mean you don't have any trucks? Kind of buys the point of you being a moving company, right? They were like, we mostly do hauling junk, and I was like, okay, but it does say hauling junk and moving on your website, and I know they just moved someone that we're friends with. So I was like, I don't understand. And it's not like I live in a McMansion. You've been to my house. Well, I do hoard craft supplies. It's not that much. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at the craft supplies. They were like, I don't, I don't have a truck for this. It's too heavy. It's like the glitter will be everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to have a sparkly truck. What I will say though, is I'm very proud that you are not trying to DIY this shiz and moving yourself. I'm beyond I- proud hiring movers and calling it a day. I did think about that for a hot moment. And there are parts that we are DIYing mostly because we still have that pod that's over in the storage unit. But yes, I I did decide to throw money at this or I'm trying to, I have to repair this situation. So another thing I took off my phone was Pinterest. And you know, I love Pinterest. You love from Pinterest. Yeah. So I took that off. So now I only get notifications if like a work thing came in or if I think it's like a text message. Cause usually people only text me if it's like something. So my phone usage went down by like three hours over the three day weekend. It was ridiculous. Mostly because I could pick up the phone, see it, and then drop it again because nothing's come in. I, I don't have to go down the hole. And they like gave studies on like how you can like fix that. So I was able to work on several major things. Like most of it related to moving because I was like, eh, most of my major, major projects aren't moving. But I booked utilities and stuff for the next house, which I was kind of pushing off. I was able to pack a bunch of boxes and send off some more paperwork. So. Honestly, I have to say, make time. Pretty good. I liked it. I then moved on to repairing real things. So I have a lot of jewelry, Mm -hmm. earrings, all the things. And a lot of them are broken where they just need a jump ring, which is really just like a circle of wire. And you can like connect things with a bunch of jump rings. And I just have a pile And as I was going through all of the packing, there's just a box of broken earrings that just need simple repairs. And I also have a giant other box of things that my family hands me that are broken. And these are easy fix. Most of them take like 10 seconds. Sometimes it's just finding the right like jump ring or whatever. I had to glue several He-Man arms back on the action figures because a lot of it was my kids bringing Alex's 1980s toys that they've broken and then Alex won't let them touch it anymore and I'm like you should let them touch it now it's broken so like it's the best time for them to use it but so he keeps like their hands and everything so I had to glue the hands back on again gluing the hands I know where the super glue is so I spent a good chunk of a day putting jump rings, connecting like the earring wires back to earrings, putting like back the, even, you know, lamp poles or ceiling fan poles. Yeah. You have a bunch of those that have fallen off. They just need a jump ring. I was able to put those back on. I was like, I really should not. <laughs> so then something I would never do. <laughs> would you just throw it out? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Really? I- yeah, I would throw money at the problem. I would get new earrings. I would use it as an excuse to get new earrings. 
And then Even if the earrings like were perfectly intact and like all you need was an extra earring wire. Yeah, probably. Oh I'd like, I'd like to give them to someone else to take care of. See, and that's what <laughs> I think people have done. They've given me their broken stuff over time and I don't fix it. I remember our daycare lady gave me a bracelet to fix. It was very easy. I held on to that shiz for like six months. I was like, what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. Only took like 30 minutes, but whatever. So I repaired quite a buttload of stuff. And some of it, I I probably shouldn't like, so then there were other things that I walked around the house being like, I could fix this. Some were easy, but then some like, here's an example. It seems easy to get an outlet cover, like, you know, a power outlet cover. Yes. Go to Home Depot. I have to find the outlet cover. Then I realize I don't know what the other outlet covers are in the room. So I probably should have gotten a picture and then I get a picture, but I don't know if it's the right size. It turns out mild fixes take way too much time. It makes me more angry. In the I honestly don't know how I, I, Johnny and I will be homeowners because <laughs> I like really don't... I don't know. I'm not like much of, I like interior design. I want things to look pretty. And I recognize that that takes time and money, which, okay, fine. But when it comes to being like, I don't really have a vision. Like when I buy a home and be like, Hmm, I think we can like break this wall down and magically redo the space and fix it. And like, it'll be so beautiful. One, because that means that we're committing to taking like our intent will be to take one trip to Lowe's or Home Depot. But the reality is, is that we'll make 600 trips for this one project to Lowe's or Home Depot. That would drive me up the wall. That's like the worst part to me is I I only want to go to Home Depot once in a month. Yeah, absolutely. Like you want to go there, get what you need. Yeah. And come home and fix it. Right. Cause you, you also like ride the motivation like wave because realistically you're not going to be as enthused or motivated to probably do or fix the thing the next day. And more times than not, statistics show for myself that I go to there, like, even if it's for like something small, I'm like, Oh, I need pot planters or whatever. And of course I go there, I get the wrong size and then I have to go back. And it's just like, this is the most annoying thing of my life. And of course yeah. they're always like so busy. So yeah, that's my diatribe on that. <laughs> I, I completely agree. We are in sync on this one because I, so part of the repair, I went around the house. I was like, I'm going to make all the repairs. Gotta sell the place, right? So I go upstairs and I was like, oh, the curtain rod is the curtain rod is fine, but it's like the ha- the things you put the, against the wall, the curtain rod fasteners. This is probably why me and Home Depot don't get along. I don't even know what it's called when I need to Google it. But the hangers that you need to hang the curtain rod, one broke when we were painting. So I was like, oh, it seems like one of those ones that's super easy to go find. And then I needed a replacement door not a door, but like it's a cabinet door and you need to put the knob back on. I know that there's like many of these at Home Depot and that that's where one of these came from. 
but how I describe it in the stupid search button, because I thought, you know what? I'm going to optimize my time. I just read a whole book on make time. So I'm going to order it on Home Depot's website and then go pick it up. That's it. But that means I'm wasting time on their website, figuring out which one I need. And then they're like, did you mean circle, curtain, rods, ends? I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I want this thingy that goes in the curtain rod holder wall thingy that attaches with the screws. (laughs) You also shouldn't put that in the search. That won't help you. So it gets you more angry. I failed on my Home Depot. And also, I want to just, I want to also say at some point in our lives, there should have been like a basic life 101 class. Like, and I'm talking about like, this is what a Phillips head screwdriver looks like. And this is what a not Phillips head screwdriver looks like. Like, The only name I know is a Phillips head screwdriver. What about all the other ones? What is is the other one like a flat? Is it like flat? Is that one? Flathead? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So, I mean, but it's like you, I should be able to do some basic repairs. The, The power tools in my house belong to me. I don't use them because I have a fear of them because I don't know what to do with them. I did recently purchase a power drill because I realized that moving to a new place without a power drill is the dumbest thing you could ever do because (laughs) basically everything needs it. You're putting furniture together. You need a drill. You want to hang some stuff. You need to make a hole. So yeah, just get a power drill. (laughs) say. <laughs> yep. I, and that's how you repair things. Power drill. That's all you need. I also have a circular saw like, and those are, are helpful when you need to repair I things. I don't even know yeah. what that is. <laughs> so uh, it's the one that has the blade that spins around really fast and you hold it. Oh. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So it okay. spins. And now what you shouldn't use it is on firewood, which was what my husband was using it on. And my mom was like, what is he doing? I was like, well, we aren't handy people. So we just find functional uses for things. She's like, no. no." And like my mom loves her power tools and like owns most of the power tools. So she has a drill press for years. I didn't understand what a drill press was doing. It was just this giant thing in like the workshop. And I was told, don't touch it. But I don't like you, you press it down and it puts holes in things, but I don't know why it's so large. Interesting. Yeah. I have no idea, but like Johnny and I both are like advocates of having like life skills, one of one, like something that you can like use consistently. And I, I don't know, I don't have too many of those, like (laughs) when it comes to fixing and repair. So I might need to take some classes that perhaps I need to go to the Lowe's or Home Depot classes that they offer and get myself a bit more educated. So I know I have managed to fix things with YouTube. I've managed to go and make some major repairs that surprised even myself, like replacing the actual electrical plug on my hot tub was a four minute, right? A four minute video on YouTube. And then Alex has fixed the passenger side rear view mirror on his car. And I was like, that is, that is a, a real piece of equipment. I don't even know like how that works. So YouTube is a magical place to find repairs for things, but for easy repairs that most boneheads know, I find there is this weird drop-off of, 
I'm too afraid to take the leap because I'm worried about breaking it. And I think I just need to not worry because most things you can just, I've learned how to use plaster to repair things. Like you just it over. It's fine. It's fine. And then the other thing I wanted to go over was we had, we're going to be staging our house. Our realtor is paying for a stager. She's beautiful. But the stager came in and was like, whoa, what is happening? I can totally understand why you came in. I was like, this is our stuff. You should probably like tone down your customer service just a smidge, just a smidge. But one of the major things that she said for recommendations to repair you know, an interior design issue or lighting issue. She said two things. One was the paint you choose can really change. And it's the cheapest thing you can do for bang for your buck. So there is a lime green room in our house. You've been in it. It's our playroom and where we recorded podcasts. It's a soft lime green, but it's a lime green. It's a lime green. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't sell. So it won't be selling because we are changing it to like a dovetail gray to bring out tones in the exposed brick wall that's in the room as well. So, and surprisingly, it does a world of difference. And because it is so bright in the room, you can go with a dark color because it's like three walls are basically windows. Then she pointed out that the other thing you can do, which is a little bit pricier, is change lighting. So our basement has fluorescent lights and fluorescent lights aren't the best, but you can get soft lighting instead of the led lights that are. Yes. And it sends a completely different tone. And so we did two things in the basement. One was painting it agreeable gray, which I will never paint for the rest of my life. Anything agreeable gray. Cause there's been so much agreeable gray in this house. I was but, just going to it went from the red to the gray. It did. Yeah. It's no longer blood red murder basement. Blood, it is yeah. <laughs> a beautiful interior designed, agreeable gray. It was funny. Our handyman, I was telling him about our, my love hate relationship with agreeable gray. And he said, you know, it's funny. Someone he was helping told him, can you get, you know, agreeable gray? And he thought she meant something that's agreeable, that's a gray. So he kept sending her swatches of grays. He's like, do you find this agreeable? Is this agreeable? And she's like, no, 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 agreeable. Like I I need the agreeable gray. And he's like, yeah, it's agreeable to me. Like, I don't understand. So (laughs) finally he figured out it was the name. Okay. I was like, it is the name, right? Because it was the name. Okay. Yeah, which I had to go to Sherwin-Williams recently and get more paint. And I got to learn all of the different types of finishes, why you want finishes. And I've already gone over my love-hate relationship with finishes because we had to repaint our entire house because I messed up the patchwork. So I tried (laughs) to repair it. So just don't do satin. Even the Sherwin-Williams person was like, oh, why would you do satin? I was like, I know, I didn't. I didn't realize it. Stop. What, what is, is just satin more sensitive or like why what's so, the answer? You cannot do touch-ups on satin because it looks like a completely different color. Uh, so I went around the house and patched up all of the beautiful paint with plaster, sanded it down a little bit and made it look beautiful. And then I paint over it. 
And then I waited a day or two days or three days. And I'm like, oh, that, that patch stands out everywhere. It stands out. And it's because satin, when you do a patch touch up, you have to do the entire wall to wall, corner to corner. So you don't have to do the entire room, but I had to, because I touched up almost every darn wall in the stupid house. So so we redid that. So when she came in, she's like, could you paint this room? I was like, well, luckily we didn't patch up that room. So yes, yes, I will. And like the bathroom or something like that. And I was already touching up the basement. So lighting and paint are the two things you can do. We're actually changing lighting and repairing our light situation, our living room. We needed seven lights in that room to basically light it up because it's a giant room, but there's no light fixture in it. So she wants us to install light fixture for staging purposes. Wow. Obviously it'll convey with the house. We're not just taking it afterwards. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now the future house, are you going to have to also do more painting? Well, so now that I'm an amazing painter and I've learned so much and I'm a Sherwin Williams member now, even though they're not a sponsor of a podcast, you know, I'm just throwing them some bones here. I will not be taking on any major painting endeavors. In fact, Alex and I agree once we move in, we are probably not doing any major projects for a year. But I do have my mother-in-law who says she likes painting and I'm going to hold her to it. And the boys get to choose their colors and their rooms. So she may be painting. I'm not painting. I refuse to paint anymore. So they're going to have separate rooms. They are going to have separate rooms and they get to choose their colors. And if it's bright red, it's going to be very desaturated red. As I've learned from one of my interior design books, the key is desaturate and desaturate and desaturate more. Just because you love a color like bright orange doesn't mean you should put it on your walls unless you want to go cuckoo. Instead, take that color and move it down to like a level seven desaturation of that same color. And that would be something you would put on the wall. See, that's so funny because I'm a, I'm like, when I see houses, I'm like, no, I don't want color. I want like, (laughs) give me clean white walls or like soft gray tones. (laughs) Like, like, oh my God, why can't we just have a lime green wall forever for the last (laughs) 10 years? What's wrong with dark purple? I don't understand. You're saying that won't sell? (laughs) So weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No biggie. No biggie. No biggie. So yeah. Personality. So I would say I made repairs. Did I repair everything? No. Did I learn something? Sure. Do I learn that there's things in life I will never repair? Yes. And I'm still in my self-help phase of if I can't control everything in my job, I am going to learn all the things elsewhere. So I might be learning some new skills here in the next like week or two as we get ready to move. But yeah, I give myself B minus, B minus on this one. You know, as you were talking, I actually thought about something that I did repair. What did you do? Don't get an F on this, but I probably get like a D. (laughs) So after all my stuff came from the move, my record player was like not working. And I thought... I know it was like upset because I had gone to the market. And so I got a Beatles record at the market because I just felt like 
that should probably be the first record that I buy in the UK. And I'm so excited. And so I got my record player and I was like, oh, I totally want to play this record. But like it would not spin. It would not turn like the table. Like it just wouldn't work. And I was like scared. I was like, is it, did I fry it? Did like the voltage, like whatever. So much like you, I got on the YouTubies and I like put in this, like the form, the exact brand of the record player I have. I like said is not working. (laughs) And sure enough, Someone had the same issue and all I basically had to do was like, there's like a rubber band. It's like a pulley system almost, but just like, in, I don't know how to better explain it than like a pulley system and a, in a record or whatever. And the, there's like a plate and there's a rubber band and you like hit play and whatever. So it showed me how to fix like the tension of the rubber band and then voila. I fixed it. So that is my repair. <laughs> That's an impressive repair. Record player sounds very complicated. It's actually not. It's a very simple... When you like open up the thing, like when you take off like the plate and stuff, it's actually pretty simple. So... I'm telling you yeah. probably record player needs then in the future. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, Find would, you. A, I would give you like a D plus on that one. That's a... That, yeah. That's a real techie. Yeah. Should we go into our pillars, lady? Sure, let's pillar it up. I am happy to go first, unless you would like first. Now you can go. Okay, so I just like Peloton for life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm so annoying to everyone. But what I will say is that my fa- one of my favorite instructors, as like basically everyone's, is this guy, Cody Rigsby. And he's just... I want, you know, like how you talk, like, I just want to have a pocket Cody Rigsby everywhere I go. Like I, he's like the height, he's like a hype man. He's a motivational speaker. He's a train, like he's everything you want in a person basically. But anyways, he's starting, he, every, I guess every few months, every year, whatever, I'm still new to it, but he does an XOXO Cody series. So it's all about like, your like relationships and love and positivity and like all this great stuff. And then like Peloton subscribers can like write him questions that they have about love and romance, blah, blah, blah. And he like answers them. And that's part of the segment of the ride. And it's just like, love yourself. You're the best. Like blah, blah, blah. And I just took the first ride. Like it's an old one from the old series, but a new one comes out tomorrow. So I'm committed to the Peloton XOXO Cody series is basically my workout thing. And then I think I mentioned it last time, but I am doing a a ride every day for 30 days. So yeah, going strong. And then for my laughter, I, (laughs) I saw a meme the other day and I know there's like so many of these about like how 2020 is one I saw had like stars and it's like 2020 would not recommend. And it had like one star, like a half of one star. (laughs) (laughs) The other one I saw was it was like, you know, like the, what, like a cheese grater looks like or whatever. Well, someone like made a picture of like the metal part and rolled it up and it was, it looked like toilet paper. And it was like, if 2020 was a year, this is what it would be. (laughs) So I like that. That was kind of my laughter. And then my 
productivity was, what was I doing that was productive? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, what did I tell you that was productive? I can't even remember. You did tell me something too. And you were like, oh, and for my productivity, it's obviously... And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds so good. You know what? I w- clearly wasn't that important. I don't know what I was productive about, but that's okay. We're going to go ahead and skip that one and move on to you, my friend. <laughs> so what my productivity has been is putting things and scheduling the highlight for the day. Even though it's the one thing, it has been excellent. It's been going in my bullet journal and it goes right above where I fill in the three gratitudes. The other thing I did that I had going for me, but now it's all in one and now I do it for the week. I don't know why I wasn't doing this before. I send all of my work calendar things to my Google calendar And then I write it in my bullet journal. So when I'm out and I get a phone call from someone, they're like, oh, can you do this Wednesday? Which my default is always, of course I can, because time isn't real. And I say that, and then I get home and realize there's like eight things scheduled that day. So it's been amazing how I know actually how my day should go. And then I can be like, oh, well now with virtual kindergarten just starting, I now know if family time shows up a break. I now know like, okay, I can take family time. And this first week, it's been day two of virtual kindergarten. I've learned about the color red and blue, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Mrs. Wishy Washy. Yeah. There's lots of old favorites. Leo the Late Bloomer was the book that was read to us yesterday. And I drew a picture of me on a water slide with Johnny and Eric watching. In fact, I'm going to show it to you. I'll put it on the Instagram later. I'm just very proud of it. Someone should notice this. And it's my laugh out loud because it I'm a stunning, amazing artist, as you know. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Face down, just cruising down the water slide. He was That's- supposed to... He was drawing, what did you do over the summer? So I joined in. So I began my doodle time in while I do virtual kindergarten. That's great. Then the butter off my buns, our fitness activity tracker, which I think we called it something trendier now I'm forgetting, but the text thread I'm on, since it's new school year, we reinvigorated it. And as long as you've done two minutes of activity, you should put it down. Because I think some people maybe felt like, I know I felt like this sometimes. I only did like, you know, seven minutes of trampoline time. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to email the group about that. But the whole point was to celebrate your small wins. So it ruined the point. Yeah. The days were going by where no one's posting because they're probably like, well, I'm not going to brag about my 45 minutes if someone hasn't posted already. So we reinvigorated that. I now posted when I did. 30 minutes on a treadmill during like a meeting where it's more like a town hall. So I'm just paying attention or something like that. Pretty good. And we've been taking breaks from virtual kindergarten, walking around outside. So it's been pretty good. And then for the laugh out loud, I think it's also going to be related to virtual kindergarten because the amount of five-year-olds who don't mic themselves and then say things like, Oh my God, when is this over? And the mom quickly has to mic it. Now my kid says that too. Um, 
But uh, so far we haven't been, the teacher hasn't had to hear that. <laughs> and then there's, you know how you have like web meetings and there's, they raise your hand. Well, trying to explain raise the hand when the kids have to scroll and find it and click it. So you'll see kids like just shouting things, but you can't hear them. So it's been very entertaining. So my favorite is just when you hear them, like they're, they're, they're off it. Or when the teacher is trying, the teacher's doing a phenomenal job. I don't know how they're keeping straight faces. Cause I would, I was going to say, I feel like being a teacher right now would be a nightmare. I mean, to me at least. Yeah. <laughs> it is almost like running the most awkward WebEx or zoom meeting you've ever had because they'll sit there and they're like, okay, Hey, Frankie, you have your hand up. Do you want to say something? All right. I'm going to wait for eight seconds now for you to show your mic. I'm also going to show a picture of what the mic icon looks like. Cause you're five. Oh my so, God. So then there's like silence and then like everyone else is waiting and there. She's like, thanks for being patient. All right. Frankie, are you coming? Frankie? Okay. Oh yeah. What did you want to say? Frankie? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you don't know Frankie? Okay, great. All right. Well, I'm glad we just wasted like 30, 45 seconds on that. All right. (laughs) Moving on to the next person that's going to do the same thing. (laughs) I have to say, I like, I don't, obviously I don't have kids, but I do love seeing all everybody's like kid, like first day back to school photos. Like that is so sweet. And it's like kind of quintessential. It's quintessential, like fall, you know, and I don't know. It just feels like now it's like first day of virtual school in front of this computer. (laughs) Yeah, I I did copy that for Johnny where I put virtual kindergarten. I had wrote on a little chalkboard pad and then like he held it up. And so it was funny because he basically answers to what he's done in the last like five minutes. So if you ask him like, Oh, what's your favorite TV show? It's probably something he's seen recently as in like the last like half an hour or so. So on things he loves, he put down his brother, which was very cute, but he also just watched his brother again into the car crying because I wasn't dropping him off at daycare. Daddy was. So it was like fresh in his brain, but I was like, I'll take it. It looks cute on the sign if people don't know that. And then it said, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? And this is always like a hard concept. Troll Hunter, because that is the show we've been watching. Troll Hunters. <laughs> okay, great, great. Watch out trolls. <laughs> okay, he's going to make a great troll hunter. So yeah, so those are my pillars. And I think you have an announcement on Ladies of Leisure going forward. I do. So our our lives are crazy right now to our it's listeners tuning in. We've done we've done a lot in the past couple of months on top of COVID for everyone, obviously. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just talk. COVID, both of us changed jobs. Both of us are moving. And now I just added virtual kindergarten. So the, like it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's just yeah, it's the most. And like time zone differences too. Right. So you're international now. So there is a short window of time where if we don't make it, we're like, oh no, Dan's going to hate us. Dan, our sound guy. Yes. So the decision, we have decided to do ladies of leisure every other week. And that's not to say that we won't get motivated and find the time to do a bonus episode. but effective 
now <laughs> we will be posting our next ladies of leisure episode not next week but the week after so yes. we love all of our listeners we love all your support and we hope that you can understand in these challenging and changing times <laughs> yes and we do want to repair our website. That was on my list of things that I didn't bring up because it's not quite repaired. I made some fixes, but we're going to repair it more. So tune into that. And then check us out on our Instagrammies, our personal and the Ladies of Leisure pod. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh,